Are you in search of a closer relationship with Jesus Christ and a better understanding of the basic truths of Christian faith? If so, please join us for Simple Secrets of the Kingdom, a series of Bible studies developed by Reverend James Otterness and taught by Skip Hedgepeth, board member of Good News Ministries and Bible teacher at Christ Church in Midland, Texas. Hi, I'm Skip Hedgepeth and welcome again to Simple Secrets of the Kingdom. Simple Secrets is really a Bible study that, that takes the Scripture and, and explores the basic elements of the Christian faith. And it's really important for you to know this because the, the basic truths of the faith are really the foundational truths of the faith. And that's important because you have to have a strong foundation before you can start to build your building, right? And so the same way in the Christian faith, you have to have a strong foundation before you can start to build your life in Christ. And, and so Simple Secrets takes uh, the basic truths from the Scripture. That's the foundation for all of us and looks at them and, and tries to, to bring uh, clarity and light into subjects that maybe have been confusing to you or to people uh, in their walk with Christ. So today we're going to look at one of these topics about Christianity that has caused a lot of confusion to people throughout the ages, and that's the issue about judgment. And we're going to look at some of it in this first study, and then this kind of like a two-part study. In the next Simple Secrets, you'll get the next part about judgment. But uh, we're going to look and see what the Scripture has to say about judgment for believers and for unbelievers. And before we get into the scripture, let's go to the Lord and ask his blessing over our time together today. Father, we love you so much. Thank you for the way that you love us. Thank you that we don't have to walk in darkness or confusion about what's going to happen to us on Judgment Day. And thank you that you loved us so much that you gave us a clear picture of Judgment Day in the scripture so that we wouldn't have to live in fear. Bless us today, and I pray that uh, for all who are listening to this program and watching it, that uh, they would find that blessed assurance today that comes through knowing Jesus. We pray in His name. Amen. Okay, so let's go right to the Word, and we're going to look in John chapter 5, starting in verse 22, and we're going to hear what Jesus Himself has to say about judgment. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son that all may honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. So first of all, uh, he says, the Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son. Now this is good news for you if you're a believer in Jesus. And the reason it's good news is because through faith in Jesus, uh, Jesus calls you not only are you a, a, a child of God, but Jesus calls you his friend. And makes me think back on that old Christian hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. If you're a believer in Jesus, Jesus is your friend. So when you come before the judgment seat of God on Judgment Day, uh, the person that you'll be looking at, staring into the face of, is your friend, Jesus the one who loves you, the one who has forgiven you, the one who has removed your sin from you. And uh, you won't be judged by some uh, unknown spiritual kind of being who is uh, angry and has fire breathing out of his face. Uh, you won't be, we won't be judged by that kind of uh, being at all. 
Instead, you'll be looking into the face of someone familiar, someone who knows you, someone who you have a relationship with, if you know them by faith. And also, he is uh, someone who, who cares about you. And he's because he has lived in this life and walked in human form on this earth, he experienced the same kind of trials and temptations that you have. So he's walked in your shoes. And that's who will be standing before you on the day of judgment. So you don't have to be afraid. You'll be standing before your friend, Jesus. And, and, it's, and that's good news for all who believe in him. Now, if you don't believe in him, that's another story. Because uh, he says there in verse 23, he who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. Now, Jesus will be, be the judge on judgment day. And if you don't know Jesus, then that's a different story. If you don't know him, then you're not honoring God and your, your experience of judgment will be totally different than those who believe in Jesus because the relationship that you have with him in this life is a model of the relationship you'll have with him in the next. So if you choose to not have a relationship with him here, if you choose to turn your back on Jesus, uh, then then Jesus will turn his back on you on the day of judgment because the relationship you have here is a relationship you'll have there in eternity. Now, that's the bad news. So if, that, if you feel like you're falling into that, that latter category, then I pray for you that you'll do something about that today and know Jesus through faith, at faith. Ask him into your heart. Then you can have the blessed assurance that I have and that all believers have of knowing that judgment day for us is not going to be something to fear, but it'll be something to look forward to as we stand and look into the face of our friend Jesus. So let's get a little bit more and see what comes next as Jesus talks to us about judgment. Verse 24, Jesus says this, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. And so, first of all, I've always heard that anytime Jesus says truly, truly, uh, then we really need to listen because he's saying this is, this is the truth and you need to hear it. This is an important thing I'm getting ready to say to you. So listen up is another way to, uh, to express what Jesus is saying there. Truly, truly. So listen up. And he says two things. He who hears my word and believes him who sent me. Uh, so there, there, are, there are two conditions here. First of all, you have to hear the word. And we know faith comes through hearing the word. That's in Romans chapter 12. Uh, faith comes through hearing the word. And, and uh, hearing the word comes through Jesus Christ. So you have to hear the word, first of all, in your ear, and then believe uh, him who sent me. So hear the word and believe in God through faith in Jesus. Uh, and when you do, then you have these promises that are to come. Uh, hearing the word, the word which is what? The word is, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. 
That's the word of God he's talking about here. The promise of salvation through faith in Jesus for you and for me. And so today, if you're hearing that word and you believe in Jesus, then these next three promises are true for you. First of all, the first promise is you have eternal life. Now, the eternal life that you have is uh, not just something that we're talking about uh, that, that comes about when you die, although that's part of it. But the eternal life you have also has to do with a quality of life that you have in this life. It begins, if it's eternal and you have it now, then it begins now. And the benefits of that are just so great. Through, through faith in Jesus, I know that whatever happens to me today, I'm going to be okay. Even if I die, I'm going to be with him, my friend Jesus in heaven forever. Therefore, I don't have to walk around afraid of death today because I have his promise. And I, I don't have to walk around afraid that, uh, that something could happen to me and I have to worry about the outcome of it. Instead, I know that Jesus is going to be with me whatever comes. And that, that gives me a blessed assurance in, that, in this life. And it gives me a satisfying life. Because Jesus is in me, I know that I have everything I need for this life. And that he's going to take care of me and watch over me. And, and strengthen me and comfort me no matter what comes my way. Uh, and then the next promise is that he does not come into judgment. He who hears the word and believes in Jesus does not come into judgment. Now that may be a surprise for some of you, but that is a promise from the mouth of Jesus through the word of God. If you're a believer in him, you will not come into judgment. There will not be a judgment day for you for your sins. Now, there will be a judgment about the, the deeds, the things that you do with your life while you live your life, uh, the, the good works that you do, but that's something we're going to talk about later. Right now, though, you will not come into judgment for your sin. So, let's say that you were, uh, it's judgment day and you're standing before God and, and there is a big record book of all the sins anyone's ever, created in, uh, ever committed in this life. And when the Lord is going down the book to find your name and he looks in the book and finds Skip Hedgepath, then uh, what he's going to see under there is nothing, a big blank space when it comes to my sin. Because uh, I believe in Jesus as far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed my transgressions from me and from you. And you see, that's what has to be given an account of on Judgment Day is sin. And uh, because sin has to be dealt with in order to live with God in eternity. A sinful being can't live with a perfect God in a perfect heaven forever. God won't allow sin into heaven. Therefore, sin has to be dealt with. And unless you've dealt with your sin through faith in Jesus, then you'll be dealing with your sin before God on Judgment Day. But if Jesus has dealt with your sin now, then you will not come into judgment for your sin. Your sins are forgiven, they're paid for, and they won't have to be paid for again. It's like when you pay off a bank note. Let's say you get to, you're so fortunate you get to write a check for the last payment on your house today. That, 
that, that note then is forgiven by the bank. You don't owe anything on it anymore. It's wiped off of their books. So if you go in there like a month later and you take a check and you're going to make another payment on something that, that you've already paid off and the bank's forgiven, then it's not going to, there's not going to be a record that you owe any money there. It's the same way with the Lord. Once the Lord forgives your sin debt, then He remembers it no more. And when judgment day comes, you will, uh, you will pass over judgment. There won't be any judgment for you. You'll just be welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. And, uh, and then he goes on in the third part of this, this wonderful promise for those who believe, is that if you believe, you have passed from death into life. And I remember one day I was having a conversation at, at my office with a young man who had heard me preach. And he said, Skip, you keep talking about this uh, eternal life thing, and I want to know what you mean by that. And so I shared the message with him that, that his sin separated him from God, but God loved him so much he sent Jesus to die. And if he believed in him, then he would have that eternal life and his sin would be forgiven. And he said he believed that. And so we prayed that he would receive Jesus. And when he did, and I said, do you know what just happened to you? He said, what? I said, you'd passed from death into life. You were a dead man walking before because you were walking in condemnation. But today, through faith, your sin is forgiven and it's remembered no more. Let's get some more in. We're going to look at John 5, 25 through 27. Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. And so he's saying here that the hour is coming and now is. So he's talking about the present time now. And he's saying that the hour is coming when the dead, and here he means the dead in sin, those who don't believe, will hear the voice of the Son of God. And those who hear will live immediately. And those, he's talking about uh, those who hear and believe will live immediately. Eternal life will start for you immediately uh, at, at the point when you hear and believe in the Son of God. And then let's look at and get a little bit more and, uh, in verse 28 through 29, and we'll hear some more about what's going to happen here on Judgment Day. Do not marvel at this. For the hour is coming when all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. And so now he's talking about a future time. And he says the hour is coming in the future. And he's talking about judgment day here when all the tombs will, will come forth. And that's when uh, on judgment day when God calls forth uh, those who have died and those who are still living and uh, creates a new heavens and a new earth. And we're going to hear about that in a couple of weeks on Simple Secrets. But, but for now, he says, those who have done good on that day of judgment, uh, the believers will come uh, to the resurrection of life. And those who have done evil, he's talking about unbelievers there, will come to the resurrection of judgment. And those who have done good, and those who have done good, he means those who through faith, 
had believed in Jesus, and as a result of their faith, had produced good works, they're going to come into the resurrection of life. In other words, that's not a resurrection of, uh, of judgment for their sins, uh, because those who believe will pass over judgment. There's no judgment for, for those who believe. But those who've done evil, and here he's talking about those who are, who are uh, unbelievers in Jesus. Uh, they will come into the resurrection of judgment. And, uh, and here he's talking about in God's eyes, those who've done good in God's eyes, and to, to God, the ones who do good are the ones who believe, and the ones who do evil are those who don't believe. And, and, it's, and it's impossible to please the Lord apart from faith in Jesus. Faith is what pleases him. Faith is what is good to God. Unfaith is what is evil to God. And so, uh, those who believe pass over into the resurrection of life. Those who don't, into the resurrection of judgment. So now we're going to go on and look at Matthew chapter 25 and look at another aspect of judgment. In Matthew chapter 25, we're going to read verses 31 through 33 first. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels are with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from the other, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at his left. So here, this is called the parable of the sheep and the goats, and those were the words of Jesus in Matthew 25. And he's talking about this day of judgment, a day of separation. It's like a roundup. It's a great roundup of all the people who've ever lived. And whether they're living at the time of, of the day of judgment or whether they died, doesn't matter. They're all going to be gathered. Their spirits will be all gathered together and there will be a separation, the sheep from the goats. Uh, and what separates the, the sheep who are the believers from the goats who are the unbelievers is one thing, very, very simply, faith in Jesus. The sheep will be on one side, the believers on one side, the goats, the unbelievers will be on the other. And, uh, and this is like an illustration of what's going to happen on Judgment Day. So let's get a couple of more verses, and we'll see where Jesus goes with this. So Matthew 25, we're going to read uh, 34 through 36. The king will say, Then the king will, will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. And so the king here says, come you blessed and inherit the kingdom. Who are the blessed? The blessed are those who believe.